Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Today's episode is a continuation on this big theme we're doing all August long, No Love, Show Love. It's part of our preaching here at Bethany Lutheran Church on Sunday mornings, and it's part of the podcast. Aren't you so excited? This week, I have welcomed, uh, (laughs) I was actually on vacation, so I really needed some help. Uh, Intern Rita took over for me for this week, and she sat down with one of her seminary friends. Her name is Sammy DiBiasa. Sammy, thanks for helping out. And the two of them uh, talked about the Bible and how we can know God's love. Love through the reading of scripture and through the study of scripture. It's pretty cool. They're both seminary students, so they're really entrenched in this academic work in a lot of ways. And I thought they'd have a really interesting perspective. And of course they do. Um, it's an awesome conversation. I really appreciate both of them. And I hope you appreciate it as well. How can we know God's love through the study of scripture? I'm going to turn it over now to intern Rita. We hope you enjoy this. And this is intern Rita, and I have a special guest with me. Um, with me is Sammy DeBiasso, and she's one of my seminary friends. Uh, and we are here to discuss the Bible, because as a reminder, we're doing a sermon series on know love and show love. So ways that we know God's love or come to know God's love and ways that we can show that love to the world. And so in uh, this theme, knowing um one of the ways that we know God's love is through the Bible or Holy Scriptures, um, stories that have been passed down from generation to generation, uh, maybe around a campfire and response to a question from a little kid or something like that. Uh, and so these stories are ways that we can know God's love and ways that we can also show God's love through sharing the stories um, as well. And so in that, Sammy and I are just going to have kind of a discussion about why the Bible is so freaking cool, and also our love of biblical languages, and where learning about biblical languages or where learning about scripture has opened up uh, scripture so that we can know God's love more fully. So with that, I don't know if Sammy, if you want to say hi. Hi! (laughs) Yeah, thank you for joining me. Well, obviously, it's so great to be with you and like have this small little uh, connection in Denver with your faith community and just learning about what you guys are doing. And I think it's so awesome that you're exploring this theme um, and just getting to do really cool stuff and seeing where God is at work in the world um, and how God also is doing that in some in Massachusetts, which is where I'm coming <laughs> from. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, connect the East Coast and the, the West <laughs> with each other through this. Yeah. yeah, but thanks for having me. Absolutely. The Bible is pretty cool. <laughs> the Bible is pretty cool. Uh, that was definitely a refrain around our house when we were working on papers and uh, studying for classes. <laughs> um, especially when you stumble upon something, they're like, wait, this is in the Bible? What? <laughs> But uh, so Sammy and I have taken Greek together as well as um, an intro to Hebrew class. So we have a little bit of a background. We're little baby Bible scholars, um, but we also just love talking about the Bible and talking about uh, all the fun stuff that's all packed into this little but mighty book <laughs> or collection of books. Like, um, exactly. uh, so let's start there with um, biblical languages. Uh, and so... I guess my question to you, Sammy, is how have 
or how has your study of biblical languages maybe opened scripture to you or um, allowed you to see God's love in different ways? Such a great question. I would say, um, you know, initially, I even starting seminary, I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, do do any of us really? No. And I remember just being so angsty and so annoyed about having to take Greek. I don't know if you remember. I was just like, why are we doing this? This is such a waste of time. Like my brain, it was like math class all over again. Like it was just so hard. Um, and it took a while for me to like really recognize the importance of it. And I think once that opened up for me, it was like a floodgates because it's, it wasn't just like mastering the language. It was like beginning to recognize like, oh, some of these words and the ways that they've been translated change what the text mean. Mm -hmm. And for me that like opened up God <laughs> essentially of like God's bigger than even the scripture that we hold true and steadfast to as the word of God, which it is. And also there's more to it because we just don't know everything when it comes to the Greek and where it came from and who wrote it. And I think it's amazing that it's like, well, these are oral stories that were then later written down by who knows who and where. And so uh, it just, there's so much mystery in scripture when we dive into the languages. And I just love that so much. Yeah, I, I definitely feel the same way. Um, I mean, I think I enjoyed the Greek class a little bit more than you did. <laughs> I even took a second semester because I'm a glutton for punishment, but uh, um, I don't know that I realized the full impact of what learning Greek um, and then eventually Hebrew would mean to the scriptures until we took our New Testament class um, with Dr. Wren and where we were um, she had us do our own translations of verses uh, every week, I believe. Yeah, every week. Uh, and in that, you know, all of a sudden you had to make the decisions that the translators are making of, um, you know, is this have or hold? Is this uh, guard? Is this, uh, are you going to translate? Right. Are you going to translate this as masculine or are you going to take it um, to be like gender neutral? And how does that change the the scripture passage? Like, how does that open it up to more people? Or how does that, by making this decision, how are you closing off this passage to people? And I mean, we got a little bit of that in our Greek class, but I think it was really, um, because we almost had to, in the Greek class, it was more of, okay, yeah, you did this correctly. Like this sentence is correct um, in the English translation, but in the New Testament class, we had to kind of justify a little bit more why we were making those decisions. And um, to me that sold more of the importance of uh, this, the interpretation and the translation and interpretation in translation um, that we had to do. Yeah, and I, I, think I echo, I wanna echo everything that you're saying. And I think also what's coming up for me in this conversation and maybe why I had so much angst was like, I. I think sometimes with biblical languages, there's this layer of like who's in and who's out versus like who knows Greek, who knows Hebrew and all that stuff. And I feel like the more languages we took in, in applying them to scripture um, in New Testament, it was like 
kind of breaking that barrier. And I hope that like through this conversation and just like throughout my life in ministry as a future pastor, like I can, we can offer the language, not as like a who's in or who's out, but like grace abounding and like, we don't, we don't know everything and how, and just how like, there's so much grace in God's literal word that's written, but also there's so much more there uh, based off of like little letters and in, in the way that people wrote things down. Yeah. Um, and I just think there's, that just shows even more grace of who God is, which is more than just the sacred text um, that holds us. And uh, it's just so cool. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, well, with that, are there any stories or verses that maybe um, through your study of biblical language have changed or maybe even new stuff that you've come across that uh, where scholars have noted differences or um, textual differences that uh, are exciting to you or make you excited about um, the Bible? Yeah, there's so many. I think um, I'm sure ones that I will hit on you may or may not have preached on. Yeah. But uh, as reminders, we love them. Like I love the Greek word metanoia, which is translated as repentance. But really, it means like a turning around, a like change of your heart. Mm -hmm. And I think repentance is just a word in English that gets such a bad rap. And I get, I think we get like not tired of it, but this is maybe a bad example. I think of like trying to train my dog to recall. And sometimes I have to change the word that I use because he just doesn't listen anymore. Yeah. And so I'm like training him in different languages, which is cool, but um, it just wasn't, you know, it doesn't stick with him anymore. So anyways, that's how I feel about repentance. It's just like, there's so much more that God has to offer than like repent your sins like God is just like I'm here like open your heart to me mm -hmm. um I think the other word that comes to mind is the word for soul in Hebrew which is nefesh mm -hmm. um, I think it's like just this sense of the languages for me help me to get better in tune with my body which is like the the calling out of soul and nefesh literally means like your throat, mm -hmm. like the voice, the the physical throats that you have. That's just like lifting it up to God. Um, I think that's really powerful. And just, I, I'm also blown away by things that are still being found out about the Bible. I mean, it's a bajillion years, bajillion is a number. Um, <laughs> of years later and for example last week a parishioner sent me this article i didn't even see it yet um about someone who's doing this huge study on the greek text in john for mary the story of mary and martha which was just in our um gospel in the lectionary a few weeks ago of someone in translation found that they had added the word for Mary, Maria, and Martha are so similar. They're changed based off of like one Greek letter. Mm -hmm. And someone in time changed the ending of Mary, added in, a, I think, a theta to make it Martha. And so now there's all these like conversation and stories about like, well, was it just Mary the whole time? And is yeah. Mary this like disciple who was just doing all these incredible things with Jesus? And 
I won't go into major detail. Maybe we can add in a link in the in the show notes. I don't know which place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just like continuing to evolve. And I don't I don't find like fear in that. I just I find like joy and grace in that because especially in this time in the world when people when we get so stuck and and limit people based off of like English words and scripture, mm-hmm. uh, like God's just bigger than that. So how can we all just like be more open and grace filled with like, let's look at the Greek and explore and see where this is and not um, be stuck in the the black and white because God is just like all over the gray area forever yeah. and ever, amen. Absolutely. Uh, no, I definitely agree with that. I in my small group sessions and in my adult education classes, I try to bring in different translations um, and interpretations because I do want to open it up to this, like, you know, we're not tied to just the King James Version. We're not tied to um, the NRSV. We're not tied to the, like, New Living, whatever, whatever, some acronym, insert a bunch of letters here, alphabet soup. Um, (laughs) uh, And I think that that is so great that we get to pull from all of those different translations and interpretations and like I tell people that if they read a passage and they're confused by something that's in it like go find a different translation and see what that translation like what that translator said about um, that passage and that sometimes that can help open up the scripture in a in a way that um, you on your own can't do because if you don't read Greek or you don't read Hebrew you can't go back to the original text like we might be able to go back to the original text and be like what word were they trying to translate here that just like didn't work out um and uh in that too like I mean even you know using the message or like translations that are like that that kind of not only summarize things but also bring it into a little bit more modern language is sometimes easier to understand and digest um And I don't think that that is a bad thing to go to different translations. I don't think that we need to just tie ourselves to one. Um, I think that that can really open the scriptures like you were saying and uh, and show those like differences and those decisions that people have made. Yeah. Yeah. And even like beyond that too, and thinking about, I know that you and I both have traveled uh, beyond the United States and uh, having... (laughs) read and held bibles in many different languages is is also powerful i mean like it just shows the expansiveness of who god is and who god is for which is for the world and for all people um i think it's just another way like yes we're talking about hebrew and, and greek and aramaic and all of the languages of the beginning of time but also even now like thinking about like how can just kind of having the way I, I heard you describing it is like this empowering for mm-hmm. our communities to like take hold scripture in their own hands, like in the same way of giving scripture to those in the languages in which they um, speak the most mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever is their most comfortable in. Um, and just reminding people that God hears us in any and all languages. Uh, I just like I'm imagining um, in like conversation with God in, in this moment of just like, oh, you like, like just like kind of patting me on the head or just like, oh, Samantha, like 
but I'm just like way bigger than you think and mm -hmm. and also that's good news I'm like oh yeah thanks yeah no I like that a lot of like <laughs> I'm way bigger than you think right right not, not, yeah. <laughs> not, no, the not a condescending way, way. it's yeah. just like good yeah, job you figured it out <laughs> like lean into the mystery and the goodness that that offers which we don't even we don't really like that much as humans but no, that's, I mean, yeah, we definitely like answers and like to, you know, we like our equations of like two plus two equals four. We like to have that four answer at the end. And um, the Bible at times gives us answers, but I think at times also gives us more questions to keep going with. And sometimes that can be really frustrating because it's like, but I just, I want to know what this is like. And we aren't necessarily given that answer at the end, but then at the same time, that I think that's one of the beautiful things about the Bible is that it makes it so applicable to like, you know, it was written how many thousands of years ago, um, or like the stories were told how many thousands of years ago, and then finally written down, um, and passed along, and added to and changed and copied and recopied. And like, um, we have all that evidence that's in there. Uh, but yet, it was applicable to people then and it's still applicable to us now like we can still glean new stuff from it we can still apply it to our lives even though it wasn't written in our context um but i think that's because it doesn't have the like two plus two equals four answer and it has more of like uh <laughs> like rolling like interpretation answer that's what makes it um able to do that, like able to apply to our lives now and our apply, uh, apply to our lives in 50 years, apply to our lives 50 years ago, um, apply to our lives 2000 years ago um, and have the same power and the same weight. Yeah. yeah. It gives me chills it, and it just is like so comforting to me personally, like beyond my profession, beyond my studies, like it's just like, wow, I can rest in this grace that I don't have to know it all and like God's mm -hmm. just gonna continue to reveal God's self to me little old me yeah. uh for my life yeah what <laughs> and this is where we usually insert the phrase the bible is so freaking cool <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean even then that too I'm reminded of Jewish scholars say that uh it's good that, or it's good to question the Bible and question your faith because that's one, the scriptures are powerful enough and um, strong enough to withhold that, that questioning and that that's a sign of good faith and good, uh, um, like good trust in God and that kind of thing. Uh, and I think that that, um, thought a little bit but like that's where we're uh we're kind of running with where it's like in Christianity we tend to think that um we can't question stuff that we need to like have all the answers and like have the stuff in the neat boxes um and I think that the Bible is really pushing against that like pushing against uh that having all the answers and being correct all the time and it's like well how about this like what did you think about this thing and like um and, you know, and some people might look at that and be like, oh, well, there's contradictory things and that it says one thing right here and it says another thing right here. And like, that's life, like things change and things morph. And um, 
and like you can question stuff and you can push back on it and like the scriptures still stand um and I think that that's a beautiful thing and that that um you know Jewish rabbis and Jewish people and um Jewish scholars bring to us that we could really learn from that um that beautiful like questioning and uh like debating the the, the scriptures and that um they'll hold up to that well and I love the way that you said that because it made me think of all of the stories of Jesus who <laughs> clearly he knew the scriptures mm -hmm. and he, like people would be like well tell us the law and Jesus would flip the law on their heads literally yeah. just be like table virgin sometimes and just be like <laughs> you you think that God is this way and yes we're pulling from scripture but God's so much more loving and caring yeah. and faithful and for justice <laughs> in mm -hmm. the world uh than you think so it's like this weird paradox of like we we want the bible to tell us all the answers because the bible and jesus told us so or however that song goes <laughs> and, uh and jesus is like i'm still pointing you through scripture to mm -hmm. me well to god in general and uh like don't forget that that like don't cling to the thing that isn't life abundant life um and yeah. that's what well this has definitely been a great conversation and i want to thank sammy again so much for joining me in um and talking about the bible and as you can probably hear by your excitement we're both very excited about the bible so um this was a lot of fun to chat about something that we love so much so thank you again for having me absolutely bye everyone bye